your cat. Yeah, she's uh, she's vocal right now. She needs some love. I know. Come here, baby. So you weren't here last week, right? I was not here last week. What were you doing? What? What were you doing? Oh, I had that event. Oh, that's right. But so yeah, I want to know. I want to know everything about you, girl. Mm, well, let me tell you. Let me tell you all about me. Uh, I am an age. Uh, mm-hmm. I like outside. But mm-hmm. also inside. What age uh, would you say you identify as? I identify as the age of uh, Aquaria. Okay. Uh, Aquarius. You got it. Um, also Aquaria from RuPaul's Drag Race. Right. Um, and uh, I would say my the my best quality, my best feature, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, would be my ability to eat an entire bag, full-size bag of Utz Ripple Chips in under a minute and 30 seconds. The Utz barbecue, like honey barbecue Ripple Chips are out of this world. I've never had them. I prefer the classic no Just a nice Ripple. Just a nice, plain, salty boy? Nice, nice, lightly salted boy with some rips. Ripples. Not not rip rips. Sometimes they come with rips, but, you know. I'm stalling for time right now because I can't remember what episode this is. And I'm trying to figure. 119. Hey, everybody. Welcome Welcome to Pickle Pickle Lampard. This is episode 119. We were excited and here and not stalling this entire time. I don't know what you're talking about. So, not at all. Um, We're going to pull this through. It's it's a duo. It's a duo cast today. It's just us. It's just just the two of us. Yeah. Did you call us a couple? Uh, No. Are we together? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I accept. I do. Um, I'm going to let you know I come with a lot of baggage. I have at least two suitcases in my home. I um, have a very a large closet by Manhattan standards, so bring it all in. Sweet. That sounds yeah. amazing. I'm so excited. So uh, It's yeah, Pixel you, Reader official. Uh, sorry, you, go ahead. You weren't here last week. I was not here last week. What have you been playing for the last two weeks, Danny Girl? For the last two weeks, I have been playing, whew, actually, surprisingly enough, a ton of Switch. Uh, let me tell you why. Well, I mean, we don't really have to go into why. It's the fact that I'm not single anymore is why oh. I've been playing a lot of Switch. Oh! Danny uh, Booty Cast. Your boy has upgraded. Um, oh. So, among other things, and being busy in life in general, um, I have been taking my Switch on the go a lot. Isn't Um, it so good for that? It's so good for that. It's so nice. So, basically, like, I mean, I still don't really play on my commutes or anything, because I'm very small and very uh, easily taken overable. Um, Hence why I'm not single anymore. You have a frame of somebody that looks like they take martial arts though like if i saw you and you were okay. in like a fight stance i would be like she knows what she's doing and she can probably kick through concrete 
Yeah, I mean that's definitely accurate. If you w- if you did like the flying lotus, I would be like, I'm out. I'd smoke bomb and then disappear. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I'm coming back wrong. with my cronies. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been playing a ton of Switch. Uh, I downloaded Fortnite when that was announced. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've played a handful of games of Fortnite, both by myself in solo in the group modes. Um, and I've played duos with other people. And how's that going for you? Honestly, I didn't really get it until I played with friends. Yeah. Like, it's really fun to play with friends. And, like, in the same way that Overwatch is really fun to play with friends. And it's, like, easy to get into a match. And, like, the matches don't last, like, 45 minutes to an hour like a lot of other team games do. Right. Um, like, it's it's very... Like, the gameplay itself is very addicting. The problem that I have with it... I think might get better for me with time. And that's just like familiarity. Like it's not easy for just like someone who has no idea what the game is or like what to do to just pick up and go because all of the solo content is paid. Mm -hmm. Um, So like I didn't have the, I didn't pay for it. Like I just did the free part just to get my toes wet. And so it's all PVP. So like, you are very easily disgruntled at first if you, like, haven't watched a ton of videos of, like, how to build and how to do X, Y, and Z and, like, know more things about the weapons and, like, different strategies. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like that's the case for a lot of online multiplayer Battle Royale-esque games. It's just um, one of those things that you have to... Spend time with, and then you get more into it. Oh, my God. Oh, it's the swallow. It's the swallow, my friend, the swallow. What's up, swallow? Oh, hello. Are you an old Western lady? Yeah. What's up? Are you moaning in a porno? Yes. What's up, guys? Oh, my. Not much. I was just talking about Fortnite. Oh, very nice. It's it's pretty all right. I would say, like, since it's free, like, I'm definitely going to keep playing it and see if I enjoy it more are you talking yeah. fortnite in general or fortnite specifically on switch specifically on switch. interesting because i I've, yeah. i have been intrigued to check it out but i have not yet i did um the the controls are a little wonky um like yeah. i can definitely see how it would be much better on a pc um and just like i'm having a real hard time getting like my sensitivities right so that like i feel good aiming yeah, um, like I was telling these guys last week that my biggest problem with the Switch version is I keep trying to tilt the controller like I'm using gyro controls, like Splatoon. Yeah, I really wish it had gyro. I wish so that, that it I had could gyro. Do more, like, gyro aiming is the best. On yeah. Switch, like hands down, yeah. Well, also because those thumbsticks are like they're low, they're shallow. Compared, yeah, yeah compared to Xbox and PS4, like they're like. Oh man, like I have to take my little brother out with me when I play the Switch because, you know, mom and dad told me I had to. The Pro to. Controller's like, not I have bad, to use these Joy-Cons. Yeah, but it's also but it's like $1,000. Yeah, it's, it still doesn't feel quite as nice as like the Xbox controller. Like their joysticks yeah. are, are really good. Yeah. Right. So, um, I mean, I've. Other than that, like it's an enjoyable game. Um, I think that they do a better job with keeping it fun and exciting than like PUBG does. What um, do you think of the it, base building? 
honestly... Because I, I read I've, that they may be getting rid of it. Which I was t- I talking would, about this a little bit, where it's like, I... I went into the game knowing nothing about this game. Like, I know, like, in theory what you do. It's like a battle royale. You, like, can build things. You go and you drop from your bus. And you try to just kill everyone on the map. <laughs> but, like, honestly, it's... It, the building on Switch, again, like, without having played any of the solo stuff, because I haven't paid for it, is really hard to, like, learn and is not intuitive from a control standpoint. Um, yeah. Like, you start building something, and then you have to switch to your pickaxe before you can switch to your gun. So, like, if you're building something and then you get fired on, like, before you can return fire, you have to press Y to pull out your pickaxe and then toggle between, like, the shoulder buttons to get to whatever gun you want to use. And it's just, it's, like, really... A pain in the ass and like building. for the longest time I couldn't even figure out how to toggle between building and like actually trying to do anything else yeah um, building is one aspect of that game that I feel like didn't make the transition from PC to console very well so yeah. uh, if they do end up getting rid of it I think that it would do the console versions a favor to be honest yeah 100% I honestly like I agree with that but the building is what sets it apart from its competitors i just think that they need to fine-tune it and like honestly like if they're i think that they would be able to focus on like other game modes so that like you choose a game mode that doesn't feature building or something um Uh. versus like taking it out of the game completely because i i do like that element there are certain places on the map that you can't get to unless you build like Mm-hmm. Um, or can destroy. Like it makes sense in the game world. Um, I can dig it. Yeah, but yeah, it is what it is. Uh, I'm, I am tentatively enjoying it right now. Um, I've also not played World of Warcraft, so after this cast, I'm gonna delete my account. Well, not delete my account, but I'm gonna like stop renewing my subscription. Um, right. Like, it's it's one of those things where, like, I do genuinely really enjoy it a lot, but there's no way that I have the time to dedicate to it that I would want to for me to enjoy this game for more than just, like, a week or two. Right. Um, what else? Um, I started up a master mode. Uh, for Zelda Breath of the Wild, and I, man, that game is just so good. Like, I, I really wanted to wait until I myself, like, forgot the recipes and, like, forgot where secrets were and, like, forgot, like, what the puzzles to the shrines were mm-hmm. so that I could go back with, like, almost fresh eyes and, like, replay the game in master mode difficulty, um, which I did. The timing was great. Like, it's so wonderful. Um, And Master Mode, I love. What I think is really interesting is you love Master Mode, and Will loves to be punished. And, I mean, I'm not surprised I couldn't handle Master Mode, but especially that you love it over Will is what surprises me. Well, I'm wondering how far Will actually got in Master Mode before he rage quit. Mm. 
because I, like he probably didn't get off the plateau. Yeah, true. I, I was gonna say like getting off the plateau was a turning point. Like being on the plateau was so difficult because it doesn't have the same ingredients to make things or enemies to farm so that you can make certain elixirs, um, which like at certain points in the game become really really important in master mode. Because, right. uh, like, at, at one point, I was just trying to, like, walk across the field, and people, like, the gremlin dudes who, the Bilbikins, uh the ones with an arrow would one-shot me if they hit me with an arrow. So it was like, if I don't have, like, a defense thing on or drink an elixir for stealth, like, if they see me, they're going to kill me immediately. And, like, I don't have a great way of being able to dodge that right now kind of thing. Um, so, like, now, like, before I was dying probably once every 15, 10 to 15 minutes. And now I can play for, like, an hour without dying. Nice. Yeah. That doesn't count, like, dying to something stupid, either. Like, I fell too far. That's just, like, an enemy has killed me. Um, but, yeah. So far, like, the Lynels and the Guardians are the bane of my existence. Uh, they're so difficult. They were difficult um, in the normal part, too. Like, normal playthrough. Yeah. Well, I found that by the time I was done with the game... They were too easy. Like mm. they like anytime I would see one, I would be like annoyed. Like, oh my god, like here's another one. Like I know how to kill this. Like I actually have to pay attention and like do the dodge thing or do the shield thing at the at the exact timing. At, but like if they hit me, it wasn't like I was gonna die. Like I would mm -hmm. take like three hearts of damage and I had like twenty hearts. Like it wasn't a big deal. Right. So it, it didn't have that same like holy shit, like, I need to be careful for myself. Like, you know, I could just, like, run past them as they were attacking me and just be, like, troll a lol. Yeah. So, I'm I'm really enjoying Master Mode right now. Uh, definitely would recommend, like, if you haven't picked up Zelda in a while, uh, would definitely recommend that. I haven't touched any DLC content. Um... But I want to do all the DLC in Master Mode. What? Which I know is going to be fucking hard. But that's what I signed up for. Um, what else? I've been playing just like various things here and there. Um, I haven't had a ton of time to play really too much. Um, trying to think on my phone if I've played anything weird. Or new. Was it just Roller Coaster Tycoon like usual? <laughs> um, oh no! But yeah. Swallow, Triss. Yeah, you what guys are you playing? Uh, so fuck. Uh, right now I'm playing uh, Jurassic World Evolution. Uh, and I finally got my first island to be profitable. So I've got like $18 million. And okay, question. Answer. Before we go any further, Jurassic World Island. This is like... Evolution. Evolution. 
This is like Zoo Tycoon, but Jurassic it's like World. A yeah, park it's, builder. yeah, it's like yeah. it's like a proper sequel to Jurassic Park Operation Genesis, which is a game yeah. that came out over ten years ago. Um, it's made by is it f- better or worse than the Game Boy Advance Park Builder. I never played the G- that's the only one. I've, I never played the GBA one, played. so I, I couldn't say because oh, okay. um, I I didn't have a GBA back then. Um, gotcha, fam. But it's made by Frontier uh, Frontier Dev, so the guys who do. Um, uh, why can't I think of it right now? Uh, the game that you and Will love. Me, me and Will? Yeah. Space game. Uh, Frontier Dev. Uh, Elite, yeah, Dangerous. Elite Dangerous? Yeah, they do Elite Dangerous and stuff like that. Um, Ooh. it's already got quite a few updates for bug fixes and stuff. Uh, a content drop, a free DLC update came out today that added a bunch of, like, like a couple dinosaurs from, um, the Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom movie. Um, mm-hmm. So basically what happens is you have to manage... The first island they drop you in is... Um, there's like one big you perimeter setup. you for that setup. movie, Tony? I am. I'm going to see it Sunday. Really? Yeah. Did you like the last one? I did, but... Actually, I think I, I'm going to be seeing it soon, I too. I am a I did like huge sucker for Jurassic Park, uh, but I did enjoy it. Yes. So I know it's not popular opinion. When do you think that they'll learn that, like, hey, you should stop building theme parks because they just kill everybody? Uh, it never they, seems to be a good idea. They won't because the movies make money. So Yeah, I guess that's why they keep making Transformers, too. Yeah. Except Jurassic World is way better than Transformers. Oh, yeah. Um... Yeah, so basically they start you off in an island um, with a couple buildings already built. You have to manage a bunch of buildings, um, manage the dinosaurs. The The dinosaurs can be very temperamental, kind of like diva-like, uh, a lot of people have said. So like you have to have a, a, certain, a certain amount of water, a certain amount of food. You have to have a certain amount of each type of dinosaur, and you can't have too many types of dinosaur in the pen. You have to have uh, a certain amount of tree coverage or um, like grassland, open space. Uh, and what's tricky is if you introduce a new type of dinosaur, you don't know what its requirements are until you already... Uh, have incubated it. Um, incubation can fail, which sucks, because my first two raptors failed, and there went uh, like $1.6 million. Um, now, Jesus. my I have two raptors right now, but I didn't realize that my electric fence apparently had a hole in it, which I didn't see. So now two of them are on the loose, and I have to quick go and tranquilize them and put them back in the pen. So that's going to be fun. Um, one thing that's funny, though, is, you know, I've had a couple people get eaten, and that really doesn't seem to affect people coming to the park. Like, they don't give a shit. Someone just got eaten. They're like, I don't care. Well, I want to see a dinosaur. Nice. Well, um, This sounds like a combination between, like, did either of you ever play Viva Pinata? Yeah. Uh, I fucking... I love, love Viva, Viva Pinata. Pinata. It's, it's so good. Uh, it's so yeah, Viva good. Pinata's it sounds great. like a mixture between Viva Pinata and like a, bit. a zoo tycoon. A bit, yeah. Viva Pinata is one of those games that like 
had no reason to exist, but you're just so glad yeah, that it, it like, did. I was going to say, like, like, it had no reason to be so good, who, and it yeah. was so It's brilliant. like, who greenlit that game? Bravo to them. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. real. People are like, this would never work on an Xbox 360. This is for hardcore people. Yeah, Viva Pinata is so good. Dude, Viva Pinata and Viva Pinata 2 were probably my favorite xbox exclusives on the 360 i remember my roommate mm-hmm. in college was kind of like brory like brory with his 360 and like all into gears and halo but man he <laughs> the first day we met he plugged his his xbox into his monitor he's like hey man i'm playing some viva pinata look at how cute it is oh my god it's so, so uh, but anyway yeah so and good. when they fall in love oh yeah, yeah. i love their dances yeah Love it. Um, so yeah, I've been playing that. Um, I kind of honestly wish I could. So there's a sandbox, um, like a sandbox island where you can just kind of do whatever, and like there's no weather and all kinds of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, there's five islands. You have to get a certain star rating on each island to unlock the other one. Only certain dinosaurs are available and can be uh, excavated at certain islands. Um, so what I've been doing now is, uh, pro tip if anyone's playing, I have my one stable island, the first one, so I've been using that to make a bunch of money, and then I quick fly to the other island, and I just kind of cash everything in to build up, uh, cash reserve for that island, because each island has its own cash. Um, so yeah, I've been playing that. Uh, honestly, I, it would, it's definitely a better... Uh, like mouse and keyboard and mouse game. Uh, I honestly even think it would make a better like iPad game because you're just doing a lot of panning and tapping and zooming. Oh wow! The yeah. only time I think it would be a little tricky is so one thing that's cool is in this game uh, you can take manual control and drive like a Ranger Jeep. So you can because oh, you have wow. to refill feeders like resupply feeders. So you have to drive in the pens, resupply feeders. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes you have to shoot a uh, trank a dino. Um, stuff like that. So you can take manual control of the helicopter or the Jeep. Um, that's the only time I think it'd be a little tricky on mobile would be like maybe driving and steering. But otherwise, this could straight up be an iPad game. Um, playing on console is not bad. Uh, but it would definitely... What are you, what are you playing I'm playing on, on Xbox. Okay. Uh, I also have been playing Hollow Knight. Oh my god, the game is so good. Yeah, I really want to uh, get that Will game. Will is so far ahead of me. Um, really? Yeah, I, I was grinding uh, this kind of same part over and over a bit to get some uh, some money to unlock a bunch of different abilities and stuff uh, and map markers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, and then I beat two bosses, uh, and now I've gone to another like biome-type section, if you will, and that game nice. is just gorgeous. It's come a long way since I played it. Uh, like three years ago, it's it's really good. I think you'd really like it, Dan. It's really good. Yeah, I really want to get it. Um, I also played the demo of <laughs> Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Uh, I played it for 3DS and for Wii U. Um, mm-hmm. Game looks surprisingly good on 3DS, even with the 3D on. Uh, obviously, nice. if you put it side by side to Switch, it, it can't compete. But for a 3DS title, uh, it holds up pretty well. Um, the thing, I, I, I know it's $40 on Switch. I don't know what it is on 3DS. I don't know if it's 40 or 30 um, I'm sure it's 40 it's probably 40. Um, 
I mean, unless if like if you if you're one of the people who has both systems, and maybe you don't carry your switch around as much, or you don't uh, care about playing it on the TV, uh, 3DS is a fine port because they're identical. So yeah, nice. <coughs> sorry. Um, yeah, that that's all I've been playing. Uh, I'm gonna let you guys take it from here because I'm probably not gonna talk that much, but I'll. I'll that's so I'll like fun. pop in here and there because I'm still trying to get over this cold. Sounds good. Well, we uh, hope you feel better. Yeah, feel better, Tone Brown. Swallow. I'll, I'll and, still be uh, here. I'll just pop in. And, like, oh, yeah, here and just there. pop in whenever. Oh, and Fallout like, 4. I'm sorry. Hmm? Oh, yeah. yeah. You were replaying Fallout yes. 4. Are you still enjoying it a lot? Yeah. It's okay. it's uh, it's nice. a lot of fun. I mean, it's... Do you have any of the, the downloadable content? Uh, I have whatever comes with the, with the game on Games Pass, so I'm it's assuming just it, base game. Oh, okay. it's just the base game, I guess. Yeah. Um. So I just uh got the highest affinity with Piper, and now I'm trying to I'm oh. trying to make her my bay like I did on the PS4. So wow. we'll see. But that's it for real. Nice. Cool beans. What about you, Tris? Uh, let's see. What have I been playing? Well, a bunch of Halo. Um, surprise! As usual. Surprise! Yeah. yeah, nothing new there. Uh, I beat Gears of War four finally. Nice. Was it worth? Yeah. Yes, because it really shifts from a story about the Phoenix family over to Cat, the female character in the game, in a really okay, I'm listening. interesting way that. Uh, really leaves you on the cliffhanger, which they really kind of revealed at the um, Microsoft press conference where that's going to go, which is why I finished the game, because I was like, yeah. I, I want to know more. Uh, and I'm actually, like, genuinely excited again for a Gears story, because it's, the way that they're presenting it now seems like it can have a lot of, a lot of depth um, and, and just kind of go somewhere that's more than just, oh, let's kill some stuff and, and save yeah. the planet, you know? Let's kill things, and our guns also have chainsaws, so, you know, yeah. there's going to be like, a lot of blood. Like, there's yeah. now, like, very much an internal conflict to the game that the Ooh, character nice. will have to deal with. And the fact that, you know, for the first time in Gears, the theme, the lead protagonist will be a female character is really cool. So, inclusion yeah, is I'm important. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. Yeah. So I think for all of our listeners out there, um, I think it's really important to find out, uh, specifically for the listeners, whether you think that this uh, lead protagonist is a lesbian or not. Uh, they never have explored that in any sense in the first one, or number four, so I couldn't tell you either way. So I'm going to say now, so she picks seems first, way confirmed. more interested in her journey for the story than her plot line. Well, those games have never really been about, you know, deep diving into their personal interests. Yeah. So. I mean, I'll be honest. Since Anthem isn't going to have any romance, if Gears of War 5 does, I bet you know which one <laughs> I'll be picking up. <laughs> totally different types of games. But, yeah, um, but so right. I played that. I... Started playing uh, Elder Scrolls Online because it's now part of Games Pass. Uh, so I gave that a college try. What did you think? Because I've I played it when it first came out. I 
think, and I don't, I, I, I don't know if it's because it is, you know, rooted in Skyrim gameplay, or maybe it just it's more action oriented than a traditional PC RPG, or maybe just the fact that I'm playing it with a controller. It yeah. feels much more engaging than something like WoW does, mm-hmm. uh, and definitely much more designed to be played in a single player fashion than a game like World of Warcraft. Absolutely, um, yeah, I agree and with I, that. I, I feel like I have been having a much better time with it than an MMO. But the, at the same time, it still feels like it's suffering from that classic MMO trait of nothing in the story feels like it has much depth. Like I'm just doing it for the sake of progression and not yeah. to, to learn anything about the lore or the world or anything. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, it's, it's free and it's cool. Uh, I'll probably stick with it for a while. I don't know if I'll like invest in any of the expansions or anything, but mm-hmm. it's nice. uh, it's good. Yeah, it's it's cool. Um, and then I also started to try playing Fallout Four again mm-hmm. after because I was like Fallout seventy six. I was like, man, I hope it's good. I should play Fallout Four again. And I I got about two hours in, and then was like, the story is so dry. I'm Mm. I'm just grasping at straws right now. Like I was, I went in with the intent, like I'll start a new character, I'll get through it, and finally play through the DLC, the Far Harbor one, which is supposed to be really good. Mm -hmm. I still haven't done that, and then I was just like, "There's no way I'm gonna make it to this entire game again." So I might just save scrub one of my earlier files that still exist and just get the DLC and go straight to it or something. Oh yeah, because I. I don't think that it's been long enough for me to have forgotten that story enough to where it's interesting again. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's, I don't know, that story just doesn't do it for me in yeah, the same way. I I also struggled with the story there, and honestly, like, when I played my playthrough, I easily played at least 40 hours before I even, like, touched the story of, like, going to the Diamond City and stuff. Like, very, very early actual storyline stuff, because it just didn't interest me at all. Right, but, yeah. But that's pretty much all I've been Play. Nice. Uh, oh no 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 no! I I played the demo for Octopath Traveler. They released the three hour long oh, demo. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I really want to um, play that. After you dude, talked about it, I like looked it up and stuff, and it that seems is some, super cool. Some real good JRPG by Square Enix. Yeah. It, I, I, it's only three hours long uh, in the first first demo, so like it, you don't really get a a whole huge taste of it, and they kind of block you off from going to specific places. Mm-hmm. Um, but the introduction to the characters are really cool. They they seem to have really really nice stories. Some of them are kind of cliche, but some of them seem like they kind of have some substance. Yeah. But the combat system is very awesome. Uh, it's sort of like Bravely Default, where you can. I was just gonna ask if yeah. you've ever played Bravely Default and how mm-hmm. it compares to it. It so in Bravely Default, like you would because it reminds me a lot of it. Yeah, in Bravely Default, you would do, like, you would skip your turn in order to kind of build up power to unleash. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make you do that in this one. You just, basically, you get a point every attack that you Mm -hmm. can use to boost your attack later for those points. Um, And it's a really nice system. And each enemy has a specific weakness where you can cause them to do what they call breaking, which basically, like, paralyzes them and allows you to get a second hit in if you're Mm -hmm. knowledgeable enough to know how to do that. Um, And it's it it makes the combat have a flow that feels a lot less grindy than other JRPGs. Mm-hmm. Um, it has like a, I don't know, it has like a fluidity that just keeps the motion going 
very quickly. So you, you just nice. really kind of cruise through it. So it's, I'm excited for the main game to come out for sure. Um, that's really you, exciting if, actually. Yeah. Cause I it, feel like it, a JRPG, like what it suffers from the most is just like you, you're like, all right, I got to do this thing. I'm really excited to go to this place and do this thing. And then it takes you like five hours to get there because this one path yeah. is just so long. And it, if, if it keeps it, its action going quickly, I mean, three hours, it's hard to really tell. But. And it makes, um, you know, it does have like a, a ret- super retro pixel art type of mm-hmm. uh, feel, but it does make some really good use of like particle effects and surrounding mm-hmm. and kind of like a sort of parallaxy type background, which nice. really gives the, the graphics some cool depth. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, you know, even though it's on like the Switch and it's not going to compete with something like Dragon Quest X. Uh, it still does a great job of looking awesome. So, nice. uh, yeah, I'm excited for that, man. Uh, but that's Sweet. definitely all I've been playing. So, Nice. Well, is um, it time? It's time to move into the news. I was really hoping that because he was sick that we would just avoid that finally. No, I really love it. Do you want to continue? No, I quit. <laughs> okay, so the news. So this week in PlayStation news, Sony has reintroduced its PlayStation Hits line for PlayStation 4. So basically the Hits line from before uh, and also now basically has all the popular titles that you might want, including your game DLC, all in one nice little package for $20. So basically each game is like a greatest hits. It's 20 bucks. Um, and these are live now. So the list that starts, it's Battlefield 4, Bloodborne, Doom, Metal Gear Solid 5, Ratchet & Clank, Street Fighter 5, Uncharted 4, and Yakuza 0. Which is a great list. Like, all those games are so good. I'd get them off for 20 bucks. Okay. I'm surprised, I'm surprised it news. took, what, like four mm-hmm. years, five years for... Th- them to, I get, I don't know how far along in the last generation, two console generations, they brought that line out, but it's been, it seems like a long time to wait. Yeah, I mean, I want to say it was like three years. Companies for like really, I only really start to do those kind of things when sales start to lag. Yeah, I think that this may be a sign that, oh. Sony's still very deep into whatever they're working on, and it's going to be a while till those things come out. So they need to have that in, you know, that money coming. Plus, in. we've seen significantly more um, digital flash sales yeah. than yeah. ever like, before. You know, like Ghost of Tsushima is obviously still a long ways out, and uh, the what's the Kojima game? Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Death Stranding is obviously still a ways out. So like really their big thing that they have for new drops is spider-man and then they're kind of dry for a while so it makes sense that they would have these offerings right now Mm. that's fair yeah so in nintendo news nintendo and disney are teaming up to create a tv show centered around the switch the show will be called the Nintendo Switch Family Showdown Contest and will feature families oh. competing against each other in games like Super Mario Odyssey, Mario Tennis Aces, which just released today, the day that we are uh, recording this, and so Just like, Dance 2018. 
So huh? it's like family yeah, double like dare. Yeah, like family double dare. Yeah, it's like Nintendo. family. Yeah. Which sounds so dope. That, uh, the uh, show is set cool. to debut. Sorry. It's like baby's first eSport. Yeah. 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 That's, that's cool. It really is. Um, so that show is going to come out uh, on Disney Channel and Disney XD. Hmm. Uh, also cool. in Nintendo news, Pokemon Go is going to finally let players trade their Pokemons. Yeah, once you hit uh, level 30. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's finally here. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I can play, play that, I don't know it, if I can play that game until I get to here. level 30. I'm at level I'm only 17 27 right now and it takes a while. Oh yeah, you're a while. Well, you have the you have the Pokey Plus now, don't you? This is true. Yeah, you, if you keep, so you keep grinding it, you'll get there lot. in no time. Yeah, I'm, yeah, just keep clicking. Okay. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. Keep on clicking. Keep on clicking. Um, the game's been updated this week to include the friend system with the training mechanics to go live, quote unquote, soon. I Here's wonder if they'll change any of the Pokemon to now that they have trading, if they'll be like, you know, like some Pokemon, like Machamp, you have to trade to get it to evolve. I wonder if they'll change those guys instead of to making only them trade. Still, yeah, instead yeah. of just candies, because I feel like that's how it should be. Yeah, I feel like that's how it should be too. And yeah. then I'll finally be able to get a Gengar. I mean, you can get a Gengar right now. Just I could. know I can get a Gengar right now, but I don't catch enough Gaslies. Yeah, they only come out when it's like gross out, and I don't want to be outside. Exactly. Yeah. But anyway, for the trades, essentially, you need to be 100 meters away from a friend. Then you exchange your train your trainer codes. Um, you get in-game perks for playing together after you become friends. So you'll get like attack bonuses when battling gyms. If you raid together, you'll get extra pokeballs. Um, and the more you play together in general the higher your relationship level will be with your friend. So, like, going on, like, pokey expeditions and things like that, like, with someone within that 100 meters is going to be awesome. Um, certain Pokemon, like legendaries and shinies, uh, Pokemon that you already don't have, are considered special trades. So if you... Um, special trade with someone, you can only do that once per day, and you have to be a certain tier of friendship with them so like you can't just like trade with some rando on the internet to get like a mewtwo like if it's a legendary a shiny or something that you don't have like you actually have to get it from a friend that you've played the game with um trades also cause cost stardust so the rarer the pokemon the higher uh stardust you'll need to actually trade it man Um, really that's kind of a bummer yeah I mean, they 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 gotta have a way. They gotta keep their keeping you playing. Yeah, they gotta have their free to play shit still in there somewhere, I guess. Yeah. So I think, uh, you know, I think it's exciting and also not gonna be like they've they've gated it so that it's not gonna be obnoxious, like trading or like getting trade requests all the time while you're I walking around or something. I hope they drop the level cap. It seems really steep to make people play until level, especially if you're a newcomer. Do you like, know if, if they, if, did if, they if ever drop f- for raids? Uh, I don't know. I was always at the level to be able to do raids. Yeah, same. But I, I uh, feel like 30, yeah, it, yeah, 30 is really, really It might really, just really be high. like a, a flighting thing to make sure that the servers are able to handle it before they just let everybody start doing it, but... 
Yeah. I hope that that's the case because it's it just, you know, for something that's like a staple of Pokemon gameplay trading, it seems like very, like if I was, you know, just picking this game up for the first time with my best friend and we're like, oh yeah, we're going to trade stuff. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, you, you can't do this until you've invested, you know, at least three months worth of nonstop play to get to that level. And that kind of yeah. sucks. But, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I'm still not level 30, so I'm going to have to Oh, wait get a minute. That I just opened up my app, and I can add friends right now. <gasps> so they I, must what? have already dropped it. I thought it. it was level 10. That's why I was telling you before. When I got on it earlier this morning, it said level 30, and I was super pissed. But now I can... That's cool. Okay, never mind. Disregard everything I was just complaining about, everybody. You can trade. Well, no. Adding, At least I can trade. Oh. I thought well, adding, I think I thought anyone adding can friends become and, friends with anyone, yeah, but to actually separate. do the trade is different. Oh, well, I couldn't even add friends until level 34. Oh, okay. Yeah. So well, that's cool. maybe what we said is a lie, but we'll find out after we'll this a, cast, we'll a, probably. Cor- we'll have a correction segment next week with yes, the factuals. Just the facts. The, just the facts. Just the facts. Um, so, in more news here, the new version of Minecraft is now out for Switch, and it is free for those who bought the original Switch edition. All you have to do is go to the eShop, and it'll be 100% off if you've already purchased the original Switch edition. Um, this is going to be the only version available for purchase from now on, and it brings with it a ton of new features, like being... Uh, based in the Bedrock engine. It also includes some Xbox Live achievements and allows cross-play between PC, Xbox, and mobile. Um, and if you notice, there's a big name that's missing there. And that's mm-hmm. right, Sony, again, is being Sony. So, sorry guys, no cross-play between PS4. I just want a quick add. I set mine up. Uh, I did the update. Um, and it was so weird hearing Xbox... Xbox achievement unlock sound while playing the Switch. That is weird. It was really weird, but uh, yeah, it's oh, wow, it's a yeah. thing now. So pretty cool though. Yeah, I mean, it's so amazing what can happen when consoles work together. So <laughs> anyway, uh, be careful when buying secondhand games because if it was used to dump a ROM on the game online you're going to have yourself a bad time. Reason being that Nintendo is banning anyone playing games under multiple copies of the same certificate, something that is specific to each game card. So before you spend money on a specific game, make sure it works and that it can be played online. Most retailers offer a warranty, um, so it might be a pain to explain to Nintendo, um, so we definitely recommend keeping any receipts. If you buy any secondhand or used, yeah, games. I would just be careful. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of it's yeah, kind it's... of like I remember one time I got a uh, I bought a 3DS game at GameStop. It was um, Mario 64 DS, but mm-hmm. it was a it must have been a counterfeit. It was it was so close to being like looking like a real one. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't even know the counterfeit carts were um, that much of a thing. Uh, but the telltale sign was I couldn't save my game data at all. Um, oh, I shit. took it to GameStop. Did they let you yeah, they exchanged it. it. Um, but yeah, just be careful because Nintendo has been cracking down on people who are 
first off. Yeah, it's really going to mess with that. The second hand market. Pre owned market. Yeah. yeah. So just be careful. Keep your receipts. I mean, I guess the I guess the telltale way is to like just put the cartridge in your mouth, right? <laughs> like if Absolutely. It doesn't, if it doesn't taste like rotten earwax, then it's fake. Well, no, no, yeah. no. That was that that for that I was talking DS. For the switch, it's not counterfeit cartridges you have to worry about. It's you have to worry about somebody bought this copy of Mario Odyssey, dumped it online, and then traded the game uh, in. Because what yeah. happens is once Nintendo starts seeing, because each game card has its own certificate, so once once Nintendo starts seeing multiple people playing Mario Odyssey under the same certificate, they ban everyone, including whoever the poor person is who picks up that game card. Got that you, fam. You know the person used to do it in the first place, so just be careful. Gotcha. I mean, if you're gonna get a Switch game, I would get it from somewhere at, at the le- at least like GameStop, who you know you can trade it in, because some mom and pop places, you know, no sales, uh, sales are final. So just be careful. That's all. Yeah, man, that's cool. Yep. So in Xbox news, Microsoft has launched its revamped Xbox Avatar editor to those inside the Insider program. The new Only the alpha ring. Oh, alpha. What's my up? Bad. I don't still. I don't have it yet because I'm not you don't, the alpha you ring. You don't have it. Nope. Mm. The update still includes wait. many changes. Personally, I'm excited about this one. Gender neutral clothes. Wear whatever clothes you want. New props and various other cosmetic choices to represent people with disabilities, such as wheelchairs and prosthetic limbs. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I like going, that they're they're going like, all in on that. Yeah. Which is between, great between that controller which, and. The controller yeah, cool. especially is huge. It, the controller is really cool. Yeah. So, when Xbox One was still Project Scorpio, Phil Spencer said the company would bring VR to the Xbox, but only on that device. It looks like Microsoft has abandoned those plans, oh at no. least for now. So, oh it doesn't God. look like Stop. VR is coming to Xbox. Oh. What a shame. At this point, anytime I'm soon. I'm not surprised. Oh, no. no. Who cares? YOLO. The market's, the market's, but like, the market's just barely even enough to support, like, PSVR, let alone a third platform between that and PC. Yeah. It's, it'd be, yeah, it'd be it's even more fragmented in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. And last bit of Xbox news here. When Crackdown 3 was announced in 2014, Microsoft emphasized the return of the series creator Dave Jones and his new company, CloudGen, which provided a cloud computing service to help power in-game destruction that would otherwise be impossible on a baseline Xbox One. The thing is, Fortnite creator Epic Games brought Cloud... Cloud... I think it's CloudGen. CloudGen earlier this year uh, at E3. Microsoft confirmed they aren't working with Jones or Regent Games. So it'll be interesting to see how much uh, this exclusive title cl- crumbles without CloudGen. Hmm. So we've got a couple bits of industry news as well. Uh, so PUBG has reached 400 million worldwide players with 50 million between PC and Xbox One, and the other 350 million spread across mobile on other platforms, which is kind of crazy to me that that many people are playing on mobile. I mean, everybody has a phone. Yeah, yeah. Your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your uncle, your dog, your cat, they all have phones. So. They all have phones. I mean, and when I brought Silo home, I had an iPhone 10 already ready 
And Wait it's really it. easy on phone to spend money when it's as easy as putting your thumb on a button. You know, you don't have to put in numbers. You don't have to think about it. You just, you know, like that's the reason I spend so much on Grubhub because I don't even have to think about it. I don't, it's just beep and it's done. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I'll just worry about that later. Yeah. So that's, that's actually yeah. a really good point. Yep. In more industry news, Final Fantasy uh, 15's producer Naoki Yoshida told gaming outlet VGR that he'd like fans to have as many ways to play as possible and that discussions are still ongoing with all three publishers, Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo, to see if the game can come to Xbox One and Switch with crossplay. This is Final Fantasy Online? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, um, to see if it could do crossplay with the PC and PS4 versions. Yoshida noted he hopes to announce something as soon as we can. I don't see it coming. Not as long as Sony continues their their practices of, of walling themselves off. That's a good point. They've been the North Korea. Video I mean, games. they've been getting a lot of flack for it. So I'm I'm curious to see if their stance shifts. I don't think it will. Well. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know. (sighs) I think that backing down at this point would be looked at as a weakness. I don't know that they would take that route. Mm. I think if anything, this continues until the next platform, and then they pull a move of, hey, you guys want cross-play? We embrace it. And then they just get a round of applause, and everybody, you know, tried to mix them out to be a good guy because it's long enough where, oh, this is just the thing that's been going on. Nobody's thinking about why it was happening. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. So, in our next bit of news, we all know that GameStop pretty much sucks. Um, They've definitely been struggling to make money, in part to digital distribution, places like Amazon, um, and also that they offer dust if you try to trade in any (laughs) games. Um, I used their services this weekend. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you did? Yeah. God, it makes me so mad. Anyway, uh, according to uh, Reuters, there was an article that came out that announced that GameStop had secured a financial advisor to help talk about buyout options. So there's definitely a lot of stuff that we don't like about GameStop, um, but having a dedicated gaming brick-and-mortar chain has its benefits. So I feel like at this point it just needs to feel right and fun um be modernized a little bit from where kind of the gamestop vampire sucking the life out of you structure currently is um Mm -hmm. so uh, honestly like personally i'll be sad if gamestop goes under um but i i I hope they get bought out and some really nice changes come through the problem right now is one of the firms that's looking into buying them is the same one that bought into Toys R Us. And it's yeah. very much the type of firm that, you know, loads bad debt into those companies so that they end up going bankrupt and can be sold for profit. Oh. So these these investment companies make a, a, a buck off of it, but the companies themselves and the workers involved don't get anything. So it, it very much could go the way of, of something like a Toys R Us if they're not careful. That kind, of, that kind of shit should be illegal. It really should, but that's late-stage capitalism for you. But that's a different podcast altogether. <laughs> <laughs> so, next bit of news. YouTube has officially taken on Switch 
switch twitch switch not the switch just the twitch just the streaming thing by offering creators of uh 10,000 or more subs, an alternative payment method through a $4.99 channel membership that grants subscribers access to exclusive content, subscriber-specific badges, subscriber-specific badges, along with special emojis. Basically, exactly like Twitch. Is this only for YouTube gaming? Like for live streaming? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, No, this is for everything. Oh well, then that sounds a lot more like they're trying to take on Patreon than anything else. I think it's. I think it's. I mean, it says YouTube creators. As I think they're trying to take on YouTube has, as YouTube has like, fought to demonetize the way that creators get money. You know, like it's it's made people have to rely on platforms like Patreon. So for YouTube to offer a subscription model for access to channels. That's like very much a slap in the face to Patreon. Except they, except I don't that think you have to have a hundred thousand people to even qualify for that. Whereas on Patreon, you can literally start f- from scratch. Yeah. yeah. So. Yes, yeah, so this will definitely benefit like the big, you know, the the, the big big boys of, of YouTube creators that yeah. haven't already Which fled. I really wish wasn't the case because I yeah. feel like. Like, YouTube is just going to become a monopoly of a few voices instead of really, like, letting anyone who wants to have a voice and, like, show their creativity off, like, yeah, be able the, to build up anything. That's the thing, is, is those creators are big because of everybody's access to them. Once they start walling off their content, how does that affect your demo? Like, if I got to pay you five bucks to see your content, I'm much less likely to watch that. Yeah, it's true. That's weird. I don't know. It's weird to see how that will unfold for sure. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Next bit, Three Fields Entertainment, a studio headed up by the guys responsible for the Burnout series, revealed they're making two new car-based titles. The first is Danger Zone 2, a bigger, more feature-packed sequel to last year's slight but fun crash-em-up that was pretty all right. Um, The bigger news, though, is that the studio is also making Dangerous Driving, a closed-circuit arcade racer that sounds an awful lot like an old-school burnout game. It's set to feature boosting, crashing, and exploding when it launches on PS4 at the end of 2018. So that's coming pretty soon, honestly. Um, And apart from, like, Need for Speed... um, PS4 hasn't really seen a ton of driving games, mm-hmm. which personally I really enjoy driving games. Um, like I'm, I was really excited about the remaster of Burnout Paradise. Um, but like, did you play that yet? I have not, but it looks so good. It's yeah. really good. Um, I I just honestly haven't had time. Uh, but once I do, like, <sighs> this sounds wonderful. Um, we've got two more bits of news here. Uh, so first, PayPal has blocked the sale of Active Shooter, an appalling and disgraceful video game about nothing more than shooting up schools. Uh, hmm, that's a hot item. Yeah, so a it's- lot of, uh, problems there, but, like, 
I didn't think Uwe Boll was able to make video games anymore. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, it's like, you know, on the one hand, it's like you want creators to be able to make whatever they want and to have freedom, uh, like yeah. freedom of speech and everything. But this is that's. So At the same time, you don't yell fire in a theater, you know. Yeah. You, so there are some things that you just don't do, and that yeah. it's not, you know. There's. I find it very hard to believe that there's any kind of value to making a game like that. But yeah, so good on PayPal for blocking the yeah, sales. Especially the as especially as Steam embraces a policy of we'll allow whatever you want on mm -hmm. Steam as long as it's not illegal. It's good to see somebody have. You know, take the take moral back and say, "Hey, maybe this is too far." Yeah, yeah, it is. Agreed. Like, there's no need for it. Something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And our last bit of news for this episode: Square Enix just announced that Life is Strange Two is going to release on September 27th, 2018, and will be five episodes in length. That's so soon. Yeah, they just announced that when today. Is, uh... Yeah, when I'm does so the excited. Captain, whatever, whatever, come I out. I want to say the 26th of June. Really? Yeah. I want to play that. Yeah, that seems cool. I'm excited about that. Oh no, June 25th. Oh, okay. Oh shit, that's like yeah. on Tuesday. Yeah. Wow. And it, that's free for that's those cool. wondering. Not Life yeah. is Strange too. No, that's Monday. Yeah, the 20s. The 26th the, so is if Tuesday. If you're listening, when you're listening to this podcast, you can download Captain Spirit. Uh, which looks like a very charming game. You should definitely play it. Yeah, it looks. Yeah, yeah. I'm. They like. I know you guys talked about E3 in the last uh, episode, but like, oh man, it just looks like such a loving like indie movie. Like, yeah, I'm just excited to be in it. It definitely seems like it's gonna give you the feels. Oh, oh my god, yeah. I'm I'm very excited to experience that. Uh, I do have one more news thing that was kind of breaking after this. Um, Bethesda is suing Warner Brothers oh, yeah. for apparently ripping off the code of Fallout Shelter to use for their own Westworld-themed shelter-type game. Um, not only is it inspired by, but the company that made, I can't remember the name of the company that they contracted I think it was to make Re it, but they, Region? Or yeah, like something that. like Regan? that. Region? But they apparently, you know, used code that was protected by copyright and confidentiality settings that was from directly from Fallout Shelter, which they also did work on, to the point mm -hmm. where uh, a bug that was in the very early state version of Fallout Shelter is the same bug that's in uh, the Westworld game. So Warner Brothers, I feel like, is going to have a hard time wiggling yeah. their way out of that. Uh, and that Westworld game may not be available for much longer, so if you want it, get your hands on it now, I guess. Yep. Or just don't, because that's a really shitty thing to do. Bla yeah, blatant yep. copyright code infringement. Yeah. Like, yeah. come yeah. on. Like, there is one thing to make, like, a, you know, Fortnite ripping off PUBG or H1Z1 because it's popular, but it's another thing to Steal a whole take somebody else's base. work completely and use it as your own code to make yeah. your profit. That's that's some shady stuff, dude. For real. But yeah, on that note, Danny, I want to know before we before we bounce because you weren't here last night, give me your five bullet points of your 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 five favorite things that happened. Oh, at E3. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Okay. So, favorite things that happened at E3 for me 
Um, Beyond Good and Evil 2 looks uh-huh. Hell yeah. so, so wonderful. Like, literally, like, when the cinematic trailer started, I was like, it, it was like these beautiful shots in space, and I'm like, this is Beyond Good and Evil 2, and I'm so excited. And then, like, yep. when they went into, like, the fucking rings of Saturn, I was just, like, creaming myself. Like, it yep. looks so beautiful. Yeah. Um, super excited about that. Um how do you feel about the... Uh, never mind. That's a, that, we'll bring that up next week. Okay. Okay. Um, Spider-Man looks really amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, the combat looks so fun. I heard that the world map in that is four times bigger than Sunset Overdrive. Holy... Which seems like that's going to be a pretty a big map. one-to-one replica of Manhattan, if that's the case. Yeah. That's gonna, so. That's going to be enormous pump for that yeah i'm really excited for that game um yeah uh what else i'm trying to think Uh, honestly a game that took my attention that i was very surprised about um was the new assassin's creed that they showed Mm -hmm. um that looks really good and you didn't feel like it was just a very reskinned version of origins i never played origins so that might be why i am excited about it yeah um but i i like that they did away with like the time jumping which i i mean i know they did for a while but like it's very like rpg and i'm super into that that's cool um is that three things yeah i guess Uh, yeah if you don't have five things it's fine oh i definitely do i'm just trying to be like varied about it uh Mm -hmm. fire emblem oh yeah that, that, yeah, that Fire Emblem for Switch looks so that slick. That has me excited. It looks very much like the console, the GameCube and the Wii one, yeah. in a way that makes me real excited, yes. just it aesthetically. it looks so much like the Wii one, and I'm, oh, oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. I think it was, what was it, Radiant Dawn? Um, Path of Radiant? No, it was Path. Radiant Dawn, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think maybe Radiant? there was two. Uh, Radiant Dawn? I don't remember. Um, Fire Emblem Wii was Radiant Dawn. Uh, yeah, but like it looks fantastic, and I'm very excited about it. I really hope Path that the Radiance was the GameCube one. That's I really right. hope that they bring the uh, romance engines that they I built up. At this point, those core games are so; those are such a pillar of those series that oh. I don't think that they would take that out. I just uh, games keep getting rid of the romance, and I just want it all. Please, yeah. please. No, I don't. I don't think you have to worry about the romance leaving that one for yeah. sure. Um, yeah. especially cause it's about three different kingdoms. Like I have a feeling it's going to, that romance is going to kind of mesh that story that, together. Yeah. yeah kind of guide uh, the way that it works. Oh, my favorite. Yeah. So very excited about that. And, uh, I mean, last, definitely not least, probably the m- most number one thing that I'm excited about. Uh, I'm so excited about last of us too. Yeah. I'm so excited about it. it. And a, I was very excited about that lesbian kiss. First of all, like the animation in that, because I watched it a whole bunch of times, is incredible. The animation through like, for had, everything is mind blowing. I was reading yeah. so much about like the motion capture that they did for that game, and like literally like 
when Ellie's face presses on hers, like the nose squishes down, her cheeks start to blush by the end, like their lips are actually interlocking. Like this is probably the most, like the actual closest representation of a kiss we've ever seen in gaming. Like that's so exciting from a technical level. I hope that this game isn't falling. It doesn't fall victim to the E3 polish where the final product doesn't live up to that. Cause that, yeah. Did look really, really wonderful. It looked so good. And like the yeah. combat in the game looked super fluid. Um, I know that a lot of E3 this year ended up kind of being like a, a violence and gore fest. Mm-hmm. And like definitely The Last of Us 2 fell into that category. Um, For sure. LOL at Disney like, trying to censor E3. Yeah. But like, yeah. honestly, like the the actual mechanics of it like i couldn't tell like a lot of times when you're playing games like you can tell when someone has pressed a button and the animations are changing so that like now you're attacking this part and in the last of us 2 it was so fluid oh yeah it's so fluid from it one movement to the next so incredible how fluid yeah, it was I, and like hitting someone and then like you don't like their weapon doesn't drop to the ground like you pick it up mid attack i was i was like, i was watching a just so yeah cool. i was watching a video of a guy who's a professional animator at another studio he did a mm-hmm. youtube he broke it down for like an hour i didn't watch the whole thing but oh, he man. made a really good point where um when Ellie is behind cover and she starts backing up, he goes, now take note here. He goes, you don't see this a lot in games, but notice how she's backing up without turning around and moving forward. She's like, most mm-hmm. games, when you back up, your character turns around unnaturally and walks forward, whereas she just walks backward. And like the way she transitions yeah. to eventually walk forward and stuff is just... Like, oh my god. Like, they they paid attention so much to the details. Like, it shows. And, like, that, like, just from, like, a game mechanics perspective, that game, like, what they showed of the gameplay impressed me the most out of everything that we saw in, in E3. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's It was so fluid, so beautiful. Like, um, I think... I, I mean, I really loved the first Last of Us. I know, Tristan, you didn't. Um, but I, like, I am very curious to see if they pay just as much attention to the details of the storyline as they yeah, do I, to the mechanics of the game. Because the first I one was that, such a hard hit for story. Like, it was so good. So, that's one way to describe it. I, I hope that this one, you know, because I don't think Joel will have nearly the same kind of involvement. Mm-hmm. Because they've already said that you're going to play the whole game as L, which I'm um, so excited about. Like there, there are so many like women protagonists and queer yeah. protagonists this year, like that were shown on like a global scale. Mm-hmm. That just makes me I, really excited. I think that that alone gives them the opportunity to make this story a lot more interesting and unique than yeah. the decisions that I feel they made with the first one. I just hope sure. it doesn't fall into. I'm playing as a woman, and so I'm going to fall into these tropes. Which I feel like, at certain points, even Tomb Raider did. Even though I really like Tomb Raider. Like, what sort of tropes would you Um, Just like, I'm... Like, I'm going to show this female in pain in a cutscene because... 
men like seeing females right no yeah okay i get what you're saying like things like that you know like and that was one thing that really turned me off about the first tomb raider was like it very much felt like a torture porny type if this was a dude protagonist you wouldn't show him like getting hit like this and being like a perfect parallel to the tomb raider thing would be like nathan drake you would never see him put presented in that sort of light because he's like a strong male like macho lead yeah my abs have just been scratched yeah for sure look at them rippling no that doesn't happen exactly i definitely agree with that So, so i i just hope that ellie does not receive any of that sort of sexist treatment that's being tried to spin in a non-sexist way Mm -hmm. um like like parts of tomb raider fell into um still love tomb raider to death but like def especially in the first one it 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 did a lot of that but um speaking of like the new tomb raider looks great if i had a number six that would Mm -hmm. probably be it um yeah that's that's probably the top things that i was really excited about cool uh, from E3 that E3 is showing. Love it, love it. Well, that was a, that was our episode for this week. It was quick and simple. Uh, I don't remember the words to Will's interstitial, so I'm just going to leave you with this. We have Twitters. Tweet us. We have a Discord. Discord us. We have a Patreon. Patreon us. Patreon pa- us? Just involve yourself with us. We love you. And next we week we'll give you the you. whole paragraph. We want to talk to you about games because yeah. we're so excited about it. Shout out to Rory. I should ju- I should just o- I should just awkwardly cut Will's spiel from another podcast and paste it in here. Yeah, as Will would say, Photoshop cut and paste. Yeah, if we'll edit like that in we, later. If you like what we're talking about today, <laughs> my name is Will. Give us a five star review on iTunes. We are for the love of the game. Yeah. Yeah, but really, like, we don't do advertising. We are really passionate about games. We really like talking about games, and we really like talking to you all. So, like, for real, like, it's a win-win for everyone. Yeah. So, just, like, reach out. Don't be afraid. Yeah. I know that I'm very intimidating, but we can make something. You are terrifying. I know. You said that I was built like a martial artist earlier, okay? Well, yeah, I would, if you, like I said, if you got into the right pose, I would shit my pants. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I I hope everyone just imagined me getting into a martial arts pose, and that's where we're going to leave you for this podcast (laughs) today. Uh, Thanks so much for listening. Definitely reach out if you want to. Uh, This is Danny. Uh, Tristan. I'm Antonio. The swallow. The swallow. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys.